The Dateable Podcast is an insider's look into modern dating that the Huffington Post calls one of the top 10 podcasts about love and sex. I'm your host, Yue Shu, former dating coach turned dating sociologist. You'll also hear from my co-host, Julie Kraftchik. On each episode, we'll talk to real daters about everything, from sex parties to sex droughts, date fails to diaper fetishes, and first moves to first loves. We are excited you've joined us for an older episode. While our earlier seasons were all about dating in San Francisco, we quickly realized all the themes and learnings are universal for all daters, so we shifted to covering dating from all around the world as the seasons progress. The fun part is, things happen first in San Francisco, the tech epicenter and counterculture capital of the world. We love for you to keep tuning in to our older episodes, but there is no set order to listen in, so feel free to jump to more recent seasons or relevant episodes for you. Enjoy the show. Do you want to be transported back to being on the beach during your favorite vacation? I certainly do. Osea's Andaria Algae Body Oil smells like summer, bottled with all-natural, uplifting notes of mango, mandarin, grapefruit, lime, and cypress. And it's not just about that elevated scent. This body oil is clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and deeply moisturize, leaving skin silky and soft. I've said it before, but I love this product. It feels like I am going to a spa every Every night, and it delivers that coveted post-vacation glow like you just returned from a tropical getaway. Right now, you can get 10% off your first order with our code DATEABLE at OSEAMalibu.com. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean vegan skin and body care from OSEA. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code DATEABLE at OSEAMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OSEAMalibu.com and use the code DATEABLE for 10% off. This episode of Dateable is brought to you by 500 Brunches. Meet like-minded people who share your interests over brunch. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Dateable, a show that opens a candid conversation about dating in San Francisco. And the person that just gave us that lovely intro was Michael, who, you know, he does a lot of things. He's an amazing improv coach, and he also coaches people on how to date. And next to me, I have the woman of mystery, where I'm not entirely sure what she does during her day-to-day. I know that she likes to um, put on a blanket and dance sometimes. And she actually also teaches people how to hip-hop dance, which I personally am a big fan of. So on each episode, we will discuss a dating story. Um, And then we're going to dissect it and discuss it and talk about all the issues that we all talk about behind closed doors. We're just going to bring it up into a candid discussion forum. We're going to talk some real life people. So we're going to do something a little bit different on this episode because we're still trying to test it out. You know, we're a new podcast, so why not try different formats? Today... Our host, co-host Michael, is going to tell us one of his dating stories. And then I don't know what the story is. Julie, our producer, doesn't know what the story is. I'm super excited. And then we're going to dissect it, analyze it, and put it to bed. I'm a little nervous. I hope that's okay. I'm I'm just going to breathe. So this happened uh, a few years ago. I was at some sort of conference. It was like a two- or three-day conference, and... I'm trying to learn as much as I can. And at one point, you know, it's the first night there and they offer like a nice buffet of a dinner. And 
I meet this woman and we started talking about the food. Oh, it looks delicious. The food looks great. Yada yada yada. And sometimes I like to try risky moves. So I was getting a feeling, and and I like to trust those feelings. So, and she was talking about how she really likes mushrooms. So what I actually did was I took a mushroom and I kind of gently placed it on her face and slowly caressed her cheek with it. Wow, you are so good. I know. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm classy, what can I say? And I knew this was either gonna blow up in my face or work perfectly. And uh, she was laughing hysterically. She was cracking up. So. She was on shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> so then we got to start talking and we talked a lot during the next several days, the next couple of days. And uh, at the end of the conference, I find out that she lives, this conference was in San Francisco or right outside San Francisco. And she actually lives in, I always forget, either North or South Carolina, one of the Carolinas. Same thing. Right. <laughs> it's one big Carolina. Anyway. End of the night, we, we go for a walk. We're right by a pier. And so we're walking by the water. And I, uh, I asked her to dance. There's no real music playing, but I asked her to slow dance. And she said yes. And we started dancing. And we looked at each other and we gave each other a nice kiss. About two months later, I thought of her and I texted her saying, hey, I just thought of you. I hope everything's going well. And she says, how about I fly you out? Damn, you found a rich cougar? A little bit, a little bit. And at first I was like, ah, let me think about this. And I was like, I don't know. This is kind of a big deal. And you know, am I indebted to her? And should I do this? I don't even know what I'm getting into. Uh, but after a while, I figured, you know what? Here's a beautiful opportunity to hang out with someone that I that I really did get to enjoy. And so I say yes. And it, I was there for about three days, and it was great. Mm. We went to nine different waterfalls. Uh, we got to pick off our breakfast from the farm in the back. And it was just a nice, relaxing time. And we did get to physically enjoy each other's company, which was very fun. You had sex. Yes. <laughs> I liked the way it was set up. Physically enjoy we each physically other's company. Physically enjoyed each other's company. It was the classy way to say it. Of course. Our, classy gift. Our private parts touched. <laughs> and then I come back home and we Skype a little bit here and there and we kind of fall out of touch because we know that the distance is kind of a hard thing. Oh, I forgot to mention, she is in her early 40s. So she's we, kind of fake, we kind of picked up I called that. her. You <laughs> called her a woman. <laughs> so I was like, okay, she's a cougar. So what I'm hearing from you, Michael, is that you had this very intense connection with someone who was very memorable. Because obviously you're still talking about her today. Absolutely. Absolutely. What is your takeaway from the story? My takeaway is that you never know. You just never know what's going to happen. Like, I had no idea that any of that would happen, that me putting a mushroom on someone's face would lead to being flown out to Asheville. But it did. And, and so that's, that's – I know it's weird, but it just felt so right in the moment. And she really – later on, she said that that was, like, a really oddly sexy thing for her to experience. <laughs> like, she identified that it was, was weird. <laughs> So it, it just worked out right, and you just never know. What I'm hearing from this, uh, several things, is that I think there are moments in our lifetimes where we have these intense connections with people that don't necessarily sustain themselves. Like, they don't last, but they're very memorable 
in that moment, right? Mm-hmm. And then we tend to, I don't know if you do this, but I tend to compare every other moment to those moments. I'm like, I don't know if that was as intense as when I felt it with this person. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of, it it makes me a little bit delusional sometimes because I'm like, okay, I'm dating someone. He's great. He's wonderful. But we haven't had that moment like I did with John Doe at this conference where he right. wanna put a mushroom on my face. <laughs> you know, like that how do you, you also? also <laughs> Bastard stole my move. Way to stay memorable. It is a way to stay memorable. She probably got a huge zip from that the next day. But you know, that's <laughs> like Michael. <laughs> Michael. She named that zip Michael. That's my mark. But I guess my question is like, how do you balance that, right? Like, how do you how do you decipher something's real versus something that's just like very much in the moment? It's for me, it's very hard to compare things because at the end of the day, it's it, there's just too many variables going on, too many different factors. I'm a different person today than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And she's a different person today than she was yesterday. And so we may or may not ever have that experience again. And that goes for everything, where everything's just changing so much. And I think change is a beautiful part of life. And so to fully accept the change means to fully accept each moment as its individual experience. What did you learn from her? People are, can be so generous, because of a connection and to just allow for the connection to occur without expectations is something that can really make a powerful experience for both people. It's so serendipitous that you're telling the story today because I had this Lyft driver today tell me that he prefers dating women who are in their 40s and over. He's like in his mid-20s. And he said it's because of this. He said, you know, when I date younger women or women my age, they have this fairy tale idea of what dating is. And when I date an older woman, they expect nothing and they give everything. And they're very realistic. They're very much in the moment. Like this is, we're having connection today, but I know that maybe tomorrow we're not going to be together. So he finds it that it's actually less baggage to date older women. I completely agree this. And she wasn't the first person who I dated that was older. And I, it's it's been the same all around where... Uh, people, older women are generally more comfortable in their bodies. They're more secure in their life. They know where they are. They know what they want. They don't have any qualms with, with what it is that they choose. And so they're very straightforward, very easygoing. And that's been my consistent experience with it. You know, so I wonder about this because I'm in my mid thirties now. Right. And I'm getting to a point where I feel like one, I'm better at hiding my feelings or managing my feelings so that I don't get disappointed. I feel like as I get older, I know how to manage my expectations a lot better so that I don't expect much from other people. But is, is that a downside also? Is that a downside or upside? I think that's the, the ultimate debate, right? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? So talking about the ability to kind of just, you have, you know what it is that you want, but you let go of that and you kind of just manage your emotions of how you feel, but you still allow for the experience to occur. Is that what you're saying? Yes. That is, oh, that is a great point. I never thought of it like that, actually. Let's hold that thought for a second. We'll get right back to it. 
Spring is in the air, and you know what adds an extra spring to my step? Our partners at Via Hemp. Need to chill out after a long day? There's a Via Gummy for that. Dealing with anxiety or stress? There's a gummy for that too. Want to set the mood in the bedroom? There's a gummy for that called High Love. Via also carries a wide array of other gummies with and without THC, ranging from 0 to 100 milligrams. I've been struggling to stay focused lately, so I was excited to try out their Flow State gummies. These felt like a good bet to me too, because they were non-psychoactive and THC-free. But they definitely delivered, boosting my daily energy and focus. So whether you're a 2-milligram or a 50-milligram user, you can shop through their website for any strength and effects. So head to ViaHemp and use the code DATABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21+. plus. That's V-I-I-A hemp.com and use the code datable at checkout. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. Confession, I have a secret about how I've been able to update my wardrobe with only high quality but affordable pieces these last few years. And now I have to let the secret out because (laughs) they're sponsoring this episode. It's called Quince. Yeah, you know, you know. Quince has premium European linen dresses, gorgeous gorgeous washable silk tops, luxurious cashmere, and the best part, they're priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories. So no more middleman, and that's why it costs less to you. I know Julie got herself some nice cashmere pieces and at only $50 a sweater, come on. And I recently ventured into home goods. I got myself some premium cotton percale sheets, ultra cooling, and just feels like a five-star hotel every night. And it's so perfect for the upcoming hot months. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash datable for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash datable to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E. If you love Datable, we have a podcast you have to check out. Seeing Other People was created to help you feel less alone and more empowered by your dating life. Hosted by your soon-to-be favorite internet big sis, Alana Dunn, an early Hinge employee, modern dater, and now a fiancé, is here to guide you through whatever you're going through. And she covers the gamut of topics, from anti-dating rules, how she went from being an anxious dater to in a secure, healthy relationship, and navigating dating burnout. On Tuesdays, Alana brings on expert guests like dating coaches, matchmakers, psychologists, and more. And on Thursdays, Alana is joined by anonymous real-life daters who bear it all and open up about what they faced in their love lives and what they wish they knew going through it. Seeing other people will help you change your dating mindset, develop healthy dating habits, and make you feel like you actually can find what you're looking for. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and tune in every Tuesday and Thursday. But some takeaways from this is I think what I love from your story, Michael, is that you were so in the moment. And dating in San Francisco, I mean, I've only been here for six months. I feel like people aren't in the moment. Mm-hmm. They're thinking about that next swipe. They're thinking about that next holiday party. They're thinking about that next networking event. I've had, I've been on dates where guys have turned off their phones in front of me. And I thought that was the sexiest thing ever because that meant to me that they wanted to be present. But that happens so rarely. I, uh, I recently had an experience where I, was, I had a woman over 
a lovely, a lovely girl. I was putting on Spotify and um, changing the music. And I had Netflix on the background. And she's like, oh, do you want to watch Netflix? I said, and I said, absolutely not. I want to spend time with you and be able to be present with you and have a conversation with you. And apparently, like, she's like, oh, my God. I never hear that. It's so rare. How? I don't, like, that's the, all right, fellas. That is bad. That is the basics, 101. When you are with a beautiful woman, when you are with someone who you feel connected with, who you want to spend time with, turn off your electronics. Don't have any distractions. Just be with her. So if I'm understanding correct, no Netflix and chill. Just, <laughs> yeah, you did not Netflix chill. and chill. Just, just chill. Just Netflix chill. And I really feel like people nowadays, and I, you can blame it on technology. You can blame it on anything. I blame it on our education system, is that we never learned the right communication skills to a point where now we're full-blown adults in terms of years but we don't know how to communicate with each other as full-blown adults. We don't know how to strip down to the core of someone and expose someone as their true self. All we know are the distractions of someone who someone is. And that's the problem with dating is that you go on one or two dates and then you go, oh, I don't like them superficially. I'm going to move on to the next person. That's not how dating works, right? I think dating comes with time. I think we just don't give each other enough time to get more in depth. But I'm going to counter that. Okay. Sorry, this is the producer speaking. Michael's story, you met this girl one time and you had an amazing connection. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it just happens or it doesn't. I, I agree with your points about, like, we don't give people enough chances sometimes. But you, we've all been there. You just know sometimes, or you don't. I think that's what made your connection so strong with the Southern Carolina, Northern Carolina. <laughs> Carolina <laughs> it's like you guys are both very present in this moment because mm -hmm. there weren't as many expectations, and it worked out for you. And if I, if I was on my phone, if I wasn't paying attention, I would have absolutely missed that opportunity to meet someone wonderful. I mean, so many conferences, people are just, like, glued to their phone. They're not, like, totally. doing the mushroom trick or anything. <laughs> <laughs> They're totally missing out on the mushroom right. trick. That's oh, my God. On your the next conference phone. I go to, I'm going to have, like, six mushrooms on my face. <laughs> like, okay, I get it, guys. You know the trick now. This Okay, so this notion of connection, first-time connection versus, like, um, gradual, gradual uh, what's the, like, nurtured connection, right? I find that in the relationships I've seen in all of my friends, the relationships that have worked out or had longevity were the nurtured connections. Mm -hmm. And this goes back to my first point in the, in the very beginning is that it's almost, it taints having those explosive first connections. It almost taints my other relationships because I compare them to that, but that's not realistic. It's not sustainable. And I think that, I've, I've personally heard of long-term relation, more long-term relationships lasting when they also started as a friendship, when they actually got to know each other without expectation and just getting to hear each other and understand each other and have fun. And then a relationship was then developed. I hear that more story, much more successful than first time, bam, wham, thank you, ma'am. 
Well, if you read Aziz Ansari's book, he talks about back in the day, people became lovers after being neighbors or co-workers. I always say FaceTime is so important. But in somewhere like San Francisco, this is why I love what we're talking about because it's so hyper-localized. Somewhere like San Francisco where there's so many entrepreneurs, it's hard to see the same face over and over again. People don't know what consistency looks like anymore, right? Yeah, that, I mean, this culture, the beautiful thing about San Francisco is that it's a very um, changing culture. It's always developing. And the double-edged sword of it is that people are seeing people as just an easy swipe left or swipe right. Yeah. Any last thoughts on, on this story? My takeaway is live in the moment, really treasure those connections, but also know that it takes time with certain people. If you think he or she is worth it, it's it's worth it to give a little bit more time to that person. And, and my actual real takeaway is that take a chance. Take a chance in real life. Don't take a chance online. Take a chance in real life. Go up to a stranger, go up to someone you don't know and just start talking. Allow for an experience to happen. And if it doesn't work out, great. And if it does, guess what? It just worked out. So please, allow yourself for that opportunity of spontaneity in your life and take a chance. Awesome. On to our question of the day. Which comes from someone who submitted from our website. Pamela says, I've heard that it takes an average of three dates to know if you really like someone. Would you agree or disagree? My thoughts are I think uh, three dates is a good indicator for if you actually want to put real time and energy into it. I don't think it's an indicator for lifelong partnership by any means. But I do think, although there have been stories of that happening, but I think for the most part, it's a good indicator for I'm going to put energy into this now and start letting go of whoever else is around me. When I coach men, I say, The three dates are very different. Your first date should always be somewhere that you're very comfortable. So like you were saying earlier, maybe it's like going for a walk around a neighborhood that you really enjoy or going to a park or going to a place that you um, frequent often. So you're like in your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And your second date should be just a little bit more active. Maybe it's like a hike or it's like you guys check out a new activity together. And I really think the third date should be more formal. Like I do think the third date should be a nice sit down dinner because you want to show that you respect each other's time. So those are just what I think the first three dates should be. I like that. It's kind of like a progression towards a little more serious. I like that. Yeah. And again, you know, three dates to then figure out if you want to spend more time. It's not three dates for forever. And and for everyone to know that. And please don't end up in relationships for too long. I think that happens way too often where... Accidental relationships. I just read an article about that. Yeah, where people end up saying they're like six months later and they're like, how am I still in this relationship? Please have the courage for both of you to end it. Because the good news, folks, is if you end it then you get to actually have more time to be around the people that you both want to be with. So three days, uh, three dates, I think is good to explore to see if you want to go further, but it's not going to be a predictor for the 10 year future. With that, I would say, think about your energy as like your currency. So you only have so much to spend. And when you want to get to know someone, you should spend all your energy on them. And when you find that you're not the right fit, then spend your energy elsewhere because that's the only currency that you have. So don't try to waste it or like spread yourself too thin, mm-hmm. like on Tinder. 
(laughs) (laughs) All right, um, guys, don't forget to submit your stories. And remember, we can always keep you anonymous, changing your name, changing your voice, changing the names in your stories, whatever it may be. We want to create a safe environment. Michael, what's the last line? Stay dateable. The Dateable podcast is recorded in San Francisco. We would like to thank our sponsor, 500 Brunches, for making this happen. To connect with us, visit dateablepodcast.com. Mm-hmm.